have here is Wilhelm's lighthearted space game, A Fistful of Zap. It's not PBTA, but has somewhat PBTA-inspired mechanics. Tad plays a emancipated former janitor robot, JE27S, aka Caution Sign Carl. And I play a hustler con man named Laurie Wardson. Oh, I find a name. Same here. But just, you know, pick a normal name, fuck up the letters a bit. There you go. Or just go to like a silly space opera name generator. And technically, I guess the robot could have a name instead of just a designation. <laughs> Janitorial Android BX12. <laughs> or I guess unit, that's what they would call it. Maybe. But maybe now he calls himself Bob or Jake. Or you could pick something funny, right? Like uh, like Titus Androidicus. Picus Spanish. <laughs> Looking at the Transformers name generator, and it's about, what's the most appropriate here? Crosspot? Junk Pounder? So is Larry like a salesman or like a... It's, it's Laurie. Oh, Laurie. Okay, Laurie. Yeah, he's got to be a sci-fi, right? Yes, absolutely. Caution sign. <laughs> Caution slippery floor, right? Exactly. <laughs> All right, so so is Laurie like a salesman or a gigolo or a or a scam artist or what's what's his thing? I think he's been all those things at some time or another. Ah, I see. <laughs> I'm getting this vision of like a uh, an art deco space opera leisure suit, Larry. <laughs> Maybe not the greatest height or, or stuff, whatever, but maybe you have a different view. Whatever idea comes along that he thinks he can make some credits with, yeah, he'll try that. All right. How did you rope Carl, uh, the robot? <laughs> what, what kind of scheme did you use him for? <laughs> Trying to uh, convince some government of a planet that uh, I could provide them with... Uh, advanced security robots and he was like uh he's their prototype he just give us the funding <laughs> futures on deuterium extraction in this sector are set to rise you will want to protect the investment oh financial security i see <laughs> all right cool you've taken in the poor innocent uh cleaning robot janitorial bot and you've had some like small mini adventures maybe not, nothing that went anywhere great with tons of credits. But you ended up eventually in a place on a planet within the, the ORC, uh, Outer uh, Republic's Coalition, where they were holding basically a you know citizen's duty raffle. Basically, they had a, a lottery to see who had to do uh, public service in different capacity. Weirdly enough, both of you ended up on the ticket. It's almost like there was a conspiracy to, like, catch off-worlders <laughs> and force them into doing public works. So you have you have uh, both been assigned to assist the uh, local constabulary organization with, you know, whatever they need. Which is perhaps handy, you know, if, if you're a con man, you can say, like, hey, hey, no, no, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with the cops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that, that was uh, momentarily annoying, but also an opportunity. And You've maybe done this, and you've been doing menial things. Like, poor Carl has been back to waxing floors in a precinct house for about a week, something like that. 
you're doing menial things, but then all of a sudden, like, you're called up to the local deputy constable uh, guy's office. He's kind of like the a local, I think like a deputy sheriff or something like that in the town you're in. His office is, is pretty bare bones. It looks kind of like a cross between a, a 1940s p- police film and, well, I guess Blade Runner is a good example, except it's not like dark and depressing. It's, uh, uh, there's like a little a desk fan in a corner, there's a there's a holographic display in another corner, a name tag, name name plate with holographic letters uh, at the front of the desk. It says Platz Cornish, uh, spelled weirdly, and his uh, title, Deputy Constable. The guy looks a bit like uh, maybe Peter Falk, circa granddad from Princess Bride. He's, he's uh, approaching retirement, let's say. And he has his shirt sleeves rolled up on his... Uh, his uh, Constable's shirt, a couple of buttons undone. Not he doesn't look like super duper. He like he super duper takes the the dress code or or you know present yourself to the public uh, in a in a proper way very seriously. At least not here in the office. So he's scratching an epaulet on the shoulder and then he like waves you guys in like oh, come in come in come in. Huh. If you'll pardon an observation, an uncluttered workspace leads to greater ergonomic efficiency. It is healthier. I might recommend you make some improvements. What does what does Carl or J E two seven S caution sign look like? What's his general like chassis design? I would have to imagine to be able to do all of the things that he can do. Probably be talking like generally a cylinder. I'd probably say meter to one point three meters, two thirds of a meter in diameter that there are hatches around it that can open up and the articulations, the tools can come out and do whatever. Legs, treads. uh... Legs or treads? Probably treads. I was starting to think that maybe suspensors so that I'm not uh, leaving wheel tracks and the stuff that I just mopped. Yeah, I mean, if you want, you could have like an (laughs) anti-gravitational, like anti-grav lower body or something hovering around. Okay. Yeah. I've got this. I've gotten upgraded to suspensors to hover a couple of inches above the ground. <laughs> you're you're a hovering trash can with the uh, various opening ports for okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, great. Do you have like a dedicated head that you can swivel around and be social with people with, or? Yeah, yeah, and it is uh, it is adjustable. You know, I can have the social head. Which is very important these days because I need to do, you know, lots of calls to do my uh, my stock market adjustments. And then I do have a big yellow rectangle that is the source of my eponymous designation that can be switched uh, swapped out with the social head for dangerous situations. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, what were the quick, some quick uh, details from Laurie that we see when he walks in? I think he's gotten put into the uniform of the constabulary, but of course, and he didn't have his size in anything. <laughs> so, I mean, he's got pants that stop about mid shin, <laughs> and then the shirt that's just too overly large, so it looks like he's uh, lost a couple hundred pounds or something. Can his pants shrunk shrunk in the in the watch? <laughs> Great, cool. Any any distinct 
features? Uh, let's uh, let's give him a little pencil mustache. Excellent. <laughs> these are our heroes, people. <laughs> That's great. Deputy Constable Cornish, he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Come, come, get, come in, come in. Sit. Uh, and then he sees your hover unit and uh, just says to you there, uh, Carl, like, uh, well, just hover there, wherever. It works and sit down. What, what is it, Chief? Well, he puts some, like, fairly heavy folders on his desk, opens them. You can see from your angle that, he, you know, there are some reports and there are a bunch of, like, old, old-timey old images. But when you lift them up, they, they create, a, like, a holographic image on top of it. So it's, like, it's very useless, pointless, but it's cool. He's, like, putting a bunch of stuff out. And uh, you can see that one of the images has a planet on it. And there's, like, a little annotation in a corner, probably, like, what planet it is. There's some what looks like a satellite photo of a frontier settlement, colonist town, stuff like that. And a few what looks like maybe uh, personnel files. And they don't look like they come from the constabulary, but rather some sort of, uh, you know, colony administration. And uh, he says, uh, well, um, so looking into your some of your interesting files here, I think I think you two would be perfect for a particular job that I can't get any of the other Junior, de- junior constables to do. I'm pretty sure it isn't that dangerous or, or difficult. It's just uh, it's out of the way. So this, he holds up the little holographic image of um, the planet. Like this is Aldrin, little frontier town, uh, or well, place, planet, a ways off, like not not too far, a few days. But there's nothing there, right? Except this. Looks through his papers. Uh, apparently, they do something with refineries, sap extraction, medicines. Yeah, I don't know. That's not the important thing. Growth industries. Uh, right. So anyway, this is It's this little town, company town. It's it's uh, in the middle of this primordial jungle, and they're all very isolated out there. And apparently, there, there's something going on. Something fishy is going on. The production has been stalling. Coming ahead is a friend of my wife, so um, I'm I'm getting an earful at home. So I I I need this sorted. Uh, somebody to look into this. I sent somebody off. This was weeks ago, mind you. And, well, my, my agent hasn't reported back. Pulls out a file, turns it your way. It says, Rindy Shoe. It looks like a, a woman in her 30s, you know, with a, with a deputy's uniform. It has a bunch of commendations. And, you know, this is like a total overachiever. Probably had parents who, who ensured that he ha- she had, like, um, straight A's continuously throughout all her education, that sort of thing. So... She did send one report before I stopped hearing from her. It's been a week now. It's pretty concerning. Don't worry, Constable. I'm sure she's all right. <laughs> which which head are you using? <laughs> I'll use my social head. Picked up a little bit that <laughs> totally have a bug. Part, it's rude to have the sign out. I mean, we we need a bug for for your model. So when you're lying, you have the caution sign. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's my hope. It's, it hasn't been that long, but since she hasn't called in, I mean, this is a concern for me. But uh, the report she made, uh, she puts on some reading glasses. They have, like, a holographic uh, brand name floating near near a corner. It says, like, Future Size Optics, something like that. He squints at the, the report. Goddamn 3D papers. Uh, so she writes that there's some sort of ringleader. There's apparently some group. That's, it's a conspiracy, right? going on there. 
apparently they're they're together. They're they're working to uh, to undo the the good work that the the company's doing over there, and and uh, putting a damper on everything, and really impeding you know profits work. Uh, she writes, uh, tracing the letters with his finger. Uh, they believe sincerely in the existence of the supreme power of evil. Uh, somebody called Zatan, whatever that is. This individual apparently has a bunch of aliases. So if you come across anybody who's calling themselves, um, he squints, Theo Antichris or Lewis Cipher, just, you know, keep an eye out. So not a labor movement. No. Positive. Well, I, I mean, I can't be entirely positive. This is, the, this is the one report I got. Somebody got to her and... I need spare them no sympathy. Well, you're still representatives of the law, right? So um, unless they're, they're presenting themselves in a way that requires them to be disposed of, then, then you need to keep it holstered and, and, and calm, right? So they can be evil as much as they want, as long as they don't transgress any uh, statutes. Like normal people. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Profitability must also be safeguarded. And they are, but since, since supposedly, allegedly, they are, they are impeding the, the operations there. They, I mean, they need to be found out. They need to be discovered. They need to be, to be rooted out and arrested. Uh, and it's only if they really insist on being obnoxious that, that you can apply some legal violence, legal, legal evil, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm sending you over there. I have two tickets, coach, for the next charter space flight. Here they are. He hands you over the two holographic tickets, and uh, just uh, when you get there, uh, just simply report to Constable Kant, local local company constable, uh, and and his team, and just inform you why you're there. You're looking for somebody, right? You're looking for for somebody who went missing, right? Don't say that you're looking for this whatever, conspiracy, in case any of them are conspirators. You understand? What was the name of the person we're looking for, though? Oh, Rindy Shu. Here's her file. She looks kind of like a swarthy East Asian, right? Very put, well put together, mid-30s. Uh, any questions? Assume we can stop by the supply office and you know, requisition whatever we need to, for the mission. You'll, you'll get... Uh, he looks at the robot. Uh, you'll get a sidearm... And, uh, and obviously, you will have the the credentials with you. Now, keep in mind, this isn't a this isn't a bug hunt or something like that. You're not going there to exterminate anybody. So, so keep it classy. Stealth drones, petty cash to to deal with the uh, the locals when we get there. Surveillance equipment. He fishes out like um uh like a form, and he quickly fills it out and he hands it over to you. It's like a uh, the equivalent of a future letter of uh, what's it called? Basically, like a like a um, promissory note from from the deputy office. And uh, if you have any trouble, you should just like present it to the local bank manager, and everything should be fine. Local here or local in? Oh, anywhere, anywhere. Uh, here, there, but mainly there. When you go to Aldrin, I put a smile on my social face. Yeah, you can just go down to requisitions. They'll, they'll hand you the, 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 the minor things you need, uh, you know, uh, the communications devices and uh, sidearm, that sort of thing. You haven't had any mods done on you, have you, uh, Carl? Not yet. Well, maybe we could output you with a search mode. I have the capacity. You have the capacity. Excellent. Okay, so I'll, he writes a note for 
equipping you with a searchlight, which is a powerful light fixture. It'll really scare scare the space deer. Could be useful. <laughs> so he sends you down to requisitions, and and you can, yeah, you you get you get your zap gun or zap pistol there, Laurie. The robot gets no, no weapons, but you get your searchlight. You get your uh, whatever meager ammunition you might need. Credentials, obviously, you have both the uh, the promissory note and the um, the temporary constable servant <laughs> thing. It's a bit hard to say what you'll need, so you may want to just hold on to the promissory note and then go to the outfitters once you get to Aldrin for any particular thing, unless you have something in mind, like you absolutely want a rope or you absolutely want some uh, cure-alls. No, but I'm, I'm just uh, grabbing extra space pencils and stationery and stuff that I'll <laughs> sell later, you know, just whatever they'll give me. <laughs> okay. Well, obviously... You can't go out there without having like a, a, a notebook and, and something to write on. That's a that's a critical, serious, critical um, core core equipment for constables. <laughs> Excellent. Right. So you have a bunch of those and a bunch of pens, pencils. Yeah. And as soon as we leave, I like to count. Okay. So you're going to be my uh, luggage allowance on this, and we're going to sell back your ticket. <laughs> the sign goes up. <laughs> They always ask for extra for something as big as me. You may have to go in the hold. That's that's fine. You'll be fine there. You don't need to breathe, right? No. Before we board, I I put in my latest stock transfers. I need my money making money while we're off doing this thing. It's probably not going to make as much money. <laughs> yeah, that's why we got to turn in your ticket. So, I mean, you get a good 30% of that to invest. <laughs> 7% straight up the top. <laughs> the index is up 0.74. All right, well, let's go. <laughs> yes, you arranged to to sell the additional ticket then. Mm -hmm. Last minute, off the books. Yes. Excellent. So you have some extra spending cash. Let's let's put it that way. So since Laurie is in coach, describe to me the lovely conditions in a space shuttle coach that you're enjoying on this. You know, day-long <laughs> space journey. A square room where they use tractor beam anti-gravity projector stuff to just fill it with people as much as they can. The whole <laughs> thing, top to bottom. So you're just hovering there in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very safe. Yes. <laughs> and uh, what's the snapshot we get from the uh, baggage hold <laughs> with Carl? Given the number of people... You'd figure it'd be quite crowded, but since it's like 150 credits to check a bag, I've got more room than you would expect. <laughs> Once I get everything, you know, squared away and organized, I can move about relatively freely. The irony is that you have more leg space than, than Larry. <laughs> so after a fairly uncomfortable uh, space ride, the shuttle touches down on uh, Aldrin. It's a it's a fantastical Star Wars type uh, primordial jungle planet, very hot, cool, probably uh, you know CG enhanced South America or jungle Africa somewhere, Congo maybe. The town it's the the airstrip is a bit away from the town, so you get to enjoy a bumpy uh, anti grav sled ride all the way into town, or rather to the terminal, I guess. 
actually. You know, it's like a cross between a, a house from Moss Eisley and Old West coaching station, right, house. It's like, it's very bare bones. It has a bunch of, like, holographic ads on it for, for beer and cigarettes and, and uh, robot spare parts. There are a bunch of animals and, and weird, like, space pigs and, and space rats and uh, space dogs running around. People chatting in exotic space planet dialects. And out of the, the mess, like, there's this guy shows up. Uh, he's wearing a kind of a sloppily uh, put-together uh, local constable's uniform, which is kind of uh, khaki-colored. A lot of several buttons in his, uh, in his um, collar, or, or several t- the top buttons are open. He's wearing, like, an 80s-style uh, um, bandana necker tie, and he's wearing, like, a kind of like a, a safari cowboy hat, kind of like he's, he's from Australia or something. Guy looks like he might be Nigerian, he would be cast by somebody who looks like that. Kind of saunters in, up to you, raises his hand like, oh, I assume you're still in your, in your uniform. Yeah. All right, uh, quick question. How do we know Carl is, uh, is a member of the temporary member of this uh, constable service? Magnetic badge sticker type thing that we stuck to the side of him. Oh, like, yeah, like fridge magnet. Yeah, fridge <laughs> magnet. Perfect. <laughs> So this guy spots you immediately. He's like, "Ah, uh, oh, you, you there, you the uh, the uh, people I was expecting." You uh, can't. Ah, no, uh, Baba Yaro. Uh, can't is boss man. He speak with other boss man. The the don't remember name. Anyway, we I'm supposed to bring you to uh, to town to uh, to speak with Kant. All right then. Ah, don't worry. Everything is fine here. It looks rough, but. Uh, promise you know as he says that there's like like a really violent space chicken attacking a space dog in the background as long as everything's fine let's get inside uh i i park uh like grab the thing uh round back and then he saunters off in that direction through the through the crowd and the and the violent animals that he just ignores completely all right i will advance to an open space and i will meet you around there <laughs> okay he waves Moments later, there's a like a there's a there's an anti-grav equivalent to like a totally busted, beat up um, outback jeep coming around the bend. It has like the the local constabulary service decals on it, but otherwise, it's like uh, you wouldn't expect that it would be a, an official vehicle. Up on. Okay, need a, a boost there, Carl. Are you good? Finding that space is often insufficient. For my configuration, I bolt onto the rear bumper. Oh, I mean, you can just uh, use the the equivalent to the the flat end of the back. Yeah. So you know, he starts driving. It's like ah, uh, town close, only like five minutes. I start my timer, my internal <laughs> timer. <laughs> uh, the anti-grav function in this uh, vehicle is is uh, a bit hampered, so it kind of stalls a bit occasionally. So you know, you get occasional like. Sudden drops where you feel your stomach go up into your... Well, I mean, the robot wouldn't. But uh, you'll notice the inefficiency, I guess, and, and the difference in the level, in the plane. <laughs> that sort of thing. And Bobby R is like, uh, so what... What? I mean, I no mean pry, but uh, well, well, what's a fancy gent like you doing here? Reviewing maintenance schedules. <laughs> there wasn't any uh, prohibition on us talking about 
her, right? No, no, no. You should you should definitely say that you're looking for Miss Shu or whatever her name was. Uh, we're we're looking for the previous officer who was sent out here, the Agent Shu. Did you meet her? It looks like he doesn't uh, know who you're talking about. It seems like the first time he hears he, he's heard the name. Pull up a hollow of her. He's, he squints a bit, barely narrows not to barrel off the, the dirty roadway. Oh, I remember face. Uh, about a few weeks back, yeah? Sounds about right. I think she and Barr uh, asking questions, talking to um, the workers. Uh, I'll have to point out which bar that was when we get there. Only bar in town, really. Uh, small town. All workers go there. But uh, a good place, clean place, fun, fun stuff. Uh, even has own uh, band. Uh, what do you call uh, ethnic ethnic band? Uh, he takes his uh, hands off the steering wheel for a moment to, you know, play air guitar. I'm not big on the modern music. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> so what? What is this old music? Back when it was precisely made by by computers, you know. Nowadays <laughs> they they let people play and they're all over the place, sloppy. Ah, I. I Maybe you don't. Maybe you not like this ethnic music then. It's too bad. I was hoping you could sing some to me, but uh, hmm. uh, maybe maybe Tin Can can. Hey, you other deputy, Tin Can deputy, you you sing old music. Is there a profit in it? I can make the modifications if I am sufficiently motivated. I mean, I'm just curious. I have not tried before. Also, not uh, he not musician. Well, you know, maybe we'll we'll set him up at the bar. You know, people. Come by, throw a few credits, he'll play something. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, uh, maybe um, maybe variety will, will be good. Uh, he, he sounds uh, like he doesn't believe that. <laughs> the town shows up. Again, sounds like it looks like a cross between an Old West railroad town and uh, Moss Eisley in the middle of like this really thick primordial jungle. There's a large portion off to one side that's been just clear-cut. And there, there are like big machines, foresting machines. Uh, it looks kind of like the waste, the forest wastelands from uh, from Avatar. And uh, he drives up to like a, one of the outlying buildings, which has the the big like uh, has a big holographic display with like a constable's badge and like the constabulary logo there. It's like uh, ah, we here. Ah, uh, you, you, it's it's nice, yeah. I'm sure it's the best office on the planet. Please accept our exp- expression of gratitude. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no problem. Just uh, steps here, there. Yeah, Carl, this this place needs a, a bit of a cleaning. There are probably 2K different contaminants, dirt, like the floors haven't been swept properly, they're not waxed, all that stuff. Uh, people walk in and, in and out of here with their boots on all the time, yeah. Exceeds safety parameters. I think I know what happened to Shu. She probably got some kind of jungle fever. <laughs> that would be a great explanation for why she'd write somebody like, there's sickness here. They're trying to kill everybody. <laughs> Get into the office. Uh, there's a lacy, lacy fan going in the, in the ceiling um, and a bored uh, junior constable behind like a like a desk looks up like oh uh oh these are the the visitors the others uh where can't and uh, the other officers like uh, yeah up the stairs to his office 
I've got the brushes going. They've come down underneath in the suspensor field, and they're just kind of leaving a path behind me as I go. I see. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. You you make you make the both Babayaro and this other junior constable blink a bit. <laughs> the weirdest de- <laughs> temporary deputy ever. So you're shown up uh, into the office of of Constable Kant. Kant is like a he looks like a very healthy, dynamic um, man uh, from a a pulp comic book. Wears his khaki-colored uh, uniform very snugly and neatly. He appears pretty orderly, but, um, you know, the floors are not great here either. Uh, everything else is pretty decent, though. So he's behind his desk when you, when you walk in, and he gets up and shakes your hand. Um, Laurie, can't. Constable can't. Agent Wardson, this is uh, Agent Costner, caution sign. I produce a manipulator. Manipulator appendage. Huh. He uh, takes a bit of it between his his thumb and and forefinger, uh, index finger, and like shakes it a bit. I give it a delicate shake. Yeah. <laughs> Your deputy Cornish uh, informed me that you were here on a special assignment. I'm to give you uh, any support you require. Perhaps it would be good if you you fill me in exactly on what you need here. Status update on Rindy Shoe. This was uh, the representative that uh, Cornish sent here, yeah? Uh, yeah. He, he has his own uh, 3D holographic uh, image picture, grabs from, from a folder. Yeah, I can't say that uh, we spoke much. Uh, she wasn't the kind to report in uh, or request assistance. He looks to Babayara, and Babayara's like, oh, yeah, she was in bar uh, talking to workers. I told them already. Uh, ha. From what I can tell from her file, she's uh, very disciplined, uh, good at her job. I suppose she's around here somewhere. Perhaps uh, she took an extended trip into the jungle for some reason, or um, she's in hiding if uh, she had some reason to hide. Uh, perhaps she left already. Oh, when was Last time he saw her, talked to her. Abayaro goes, uh, not talk. Uh, she was in bar a few weeks past. I don't look always. Looking at the, looking at Kant, she didn't come talk to you when she arrived? No, like I said, she was not uh, the type to report in or, or, or ask for assistance. I wasn't actually even aware that she was here until Deputy Constable Cornish informed me. Well, how do you know what type she is? Well, I mean, I can assume from her file he looks like you know you caught him in uh, in not doing his job <laughs> i mean you must understand this is a quiet colony like no, nothing ever happens here except when it does hmm. i mean there are some drunken brawls occasionally with the workers and bank manager complains sometimes about transfers not going through and so on but nothing big have you already checked the infirmary so maybe she had Knocked out in one of these drunken brawls. You have not? Yes. A hospital would be a good place to check. But that could be a good place for you to start. Uh, the, I know the clinician there very well, Basil Stamper. He's a, a reliable fellow. Very, very good at his job. Discreet. Other than drunken brawls, there's no, uh, no other issues here that are causing problems. No troublemakers. Post the usual uh, equipment breaking down every once in a while with... 
having to wait for replacement parts to, we're we're in a frontier place right so these things happen yeah nothing dramatic as i'm doing this, i'm like walking around his office here examining things looking for anything that be out of place suspicious hustler gets the does not get the notice skill okay you don't have the notice skill from somewhere else possibly nope in that case it's just uh it's just your ingenuity straight up yeah that's a three yeah how did i write my rules well you look around the office and you get the sense that this it's a bit of a sham like this there's a glossy surface but um if you could, if you could uh, analyze the floor the same way um, your robot companion could, you you know for sure like this is uh, that somebody puts on a a show a front. You know, it, it's it's a bit prestigious to be here and and well, not necessarily be here on this um, on this uh, colony, but to have this position and that's what matters here and uh, maybe not so much um, results, uh, shall we say. You don't see anything that sticks out super suspicious. How do you see anything beneath the dust? Maybe you think that this guy could maybe be a bit more organized. Compar- comparing with Cornish, right, who who had some sloppiness about his person, he was much more organized I- in the office sense. Well, uh... Before you continue, Carl, I'd like you to make a little notice thing when you're up here with the others. If you don't have notice, it's just ingenuity. Okay. Okay, you. I think uh, somewhere in the in the background, your noise receptors or sound receptors pick up like there's something going on downstairs. But it's not necessarily something that draws your attention. Like, oh, I need to address this. It's more like something's going on. Did we have to go upstairs to his office, or is it on ground floor? You had to go up one level. Then it would seem that it is time for us to go start doing our footwork uh yes of course uh don't don't be shy about uh asking any of my junior deputy constables here for for any sort of assistance you will all be on call very good how many do you have oh it's uh myself bobby Arrow here junior constable hagden uh and uh rosa i don't know where rosa is currently but uh, hagden is downstairs with that list of names, I think I will float out the door and look about and start assigning tags to any new faces that I see. <laughs> All right, so the robot floats away. Uh, any last thing you want to do in the in the office here, um, Laurie? Is um, Baba Yard, is he staying there as we leave, or is he coming with us? He's trailing after you, yeah, if you leave. So uh, what's... Uh... You know what Rosa's investigating? Rosa? I find no Rosa. Maybe she's investigating a, a pint. We probably find her in the bar. Nine. Nine out of ten. Uh, you want me to come with you, or should I uh, hang back and hold fort? What would you be doing if we weren't here? <laughs> he he looks around, smiles a bit, like, uh, duties. Oh, there you go, then. He nods. <laughs> Changing air filters, perhaps. All right, so he fishes out a cigarette and, and mows us on off to some other part of the deputy station house. Uh, so then as we're leaving, I'll swing by Hay- Hayden. Hagden, yes. So he's uh, sort of loitering uh, at the desk. What's been uh, 
causing you guys any troubles lately? He looks a little, uh, like a little flustered, maybe like he, like he just, uh, had a phone call that he didn't like or, or something like that. It's like, well, uh, I mean, if, you know, little things happen all the time. I mean, there are some troublemakers here, not in the big way, right? But, uh, you know, nuisances. It'd be, it'd be a lot calmer and nicer and, and, you know, it'd, it'd be a really cushy position here if it weren't for, for, for these people can't stop uh, throwing wrenches in the machinery, right? Scrutinizes anxiety, tells. Who are these troublemakers? Well, I mean, there's this wildlife activist, uh, Chai, I think her name is. She's been going on, you know, day in and day out for months about how the the cut is is endangering the local wildlife and and uh, you know disrupting reproductive patterns and whatever else she comes up with you know it's she never does anything you know violent she's just uh, you know an annoying protester i suppose uh, and we have to go all the way out there and when he says all the way out there like you you've seen the the size of this um cuts like you know he has to he has to go like a, a horrifying <laughs> 500 yards <laughs> to escort a, a protester away from some machine right like uh, yeah and uh, you know she had some she had some uh, reporters here a while back were nosing around asking questions about nothing Does she have much support or is it just her I don't think so but i mean she gets the workers to not work some of them which uh, you know stalls things that's uh, that's not good but uh, i mean it's, it's, she's mostly a headache for me i guess or us and there's that chaplain always going on about missing workers, right? People, look, people get drunk sometimes. They walk into the jungle, they they fall over, it happens. There are new workers coming in, you know. Sometimes they get sick of their work and they AWOL, right? They they hop on the next shuttle out of here. That also happens. You ever find any of the missing ones? Yeah, occasionally, you know, pummeled by some of those uh, simian things out there in the jungle. Rapid turnover is a threat to profitability and to recruitment. I mean, not a lot, not that much. It's just uh, you know, I'm I'm just saying, like the the chaplain's making a mountain out of a molehill. I mean, his complaining is probably more more of a threat to production than uh, than any missing workers. Which uh, religious denomination is this chaplain? Progressive scientism, something or other. You know, the the thing with the robes and the stuff. You know, they, they like their greenhouses. What color are the robes? <laughs> so he thinks to himself, like, are they, I mean, I can never tell. Are they navy or black? Does anybody know? I think it depends on the light. Yeah, I mean, but you know the type. Yeah. Sometimes he wears uh, those, like, other work robes. I think they're beige or something. Or he looks at his uniform, like khaki, maybe. Anyway, you'll, you'll see him. You'll recognize him. Okay. Cantor Sallow, horrible person. So, um, are you, are you guys, uh, are you like a special assignment or something? You high up in the constable organization? Yes. Don't worry. We have been dispatched to help you with your malcontents problem. <laughs> your cushiness will increase. <laughs> but, we, but we can't get to specifics. Ah, what? Nothing? I mean, I may, maybe a little bird told me you were looking for somebody. Anyone I know? Have you seen this woman? 
hollow. Are you show him the picture of Rindy Shoe? Uh, maybe. I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, she's not the only one that looks like that, but yeah, maybe. Where would you have seen her? I mean, around. Small town. When's the last time you saw her? I couldn't say that. I'd... Well, thank you for your helpfulness. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Watch out for the for the chaplain. If you um, see her around or hear anything about uh, a Miss Shoe, let us know, and uh, your helpfulness will be uh, appropriately documented and uh, aid you in your career. It's not a helpfulness quota, is it? Is there? So I can be more helpful. Like I can try. Is this going to is this going to affect any uh, promotions? Almost certainly, yes. Yeah, look, if I hear anything, I see anything, I'll let you know. All right. Cool. Where do you go? <laughs> As we walk out, put my hand on top of the, the floating trash can. Okay, what do you think? Infirmary. Okay. Yeah. Poke my head back in. I, I, which way is the infirmary? And points awkwardly, like, down the street. Like, a uh, few houses down. Thank you. Very helpful. Better go on my record. It's, it will be recorded. <laughs> There's a big uh, sign. It says clinic on the on the building. A little like a uh, porch thingamabob steps up. Some people sitting around waiting. Uh, some of them appear to just be loafers. Others appear to be workers that maybe somebody cut, cut his hand on some piece of machinery, maybe sitting there with a bandage waiting to have it looked at. Otherwise, fairly calm. Look around for somebody who looks like they're part of the staff so you'll have to go up and uh, like look into the the clinic proper yeah yeah you see like uh what appears to be like a nurse talking to some some uh, patient maybe a, a vagrant of some kind like so, who showed up here on the space shuttle and is confused as to where he en- ended up and um the clinician himself basil stamper mature man with a buzz cut looking over some um, uh, journal or like medical report thingamabobs in in a stereotypical white coat. He has the local extraction company logo on his, uh, on the, on the coat. Go in and hope to see that the place is held to a higher maintenance standard. Cleaner, not up to your, to your standards. (sighs) (laughs) This is the frontier after all. Luckily, they are, they don't appear to be making to be performing any sort of operations in this room. They doctor. Guy looks up. Uh, he looks to you, from you to the robot to you. Can I help you? We're with uh, I can't remember what organization we were. Space cops. Constabulary. Yeah. Constabulary. We're the cops, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're looking for this woman showing the picture to him. His eyebrows go up. Hmm. Yeah. Like a fine young woman. Seen her around. Hopefully she's not one of your patients here. I don't think so. Uh, Mary! Screams at the, the nurse. She comes over. Uh, yeah, Yes, doctor? Uh, this woman. Seen her. She in the records. Um, may I borrow that, sir? She asks for the picture. Show it to her. Hand it to her. Grabs that. Walks over to, to the records. Behind some desk. Starts going through them. Is this... Is this, is this urgent... I have, uh, he looks at some sort of futuristic holographic wristwatch. I have a small operation in, in 10 minutes. Well, I'm sure you can answer our questions now and get on to your operation. If they're brief, yes. 
Have you had any issues with people going missing here? Oh, not this again. Look, this happens sometimes. People, these savages, a you know, points out toward the people waiting outside. <laughs> like, they get drunk, they get blind drunk, they play hard, they end up hurting each other, or sometimes they wander out into the jungle and they get pummeled by those uh, those sub-things out there, or they fall asleep in some of the machines. Accidents happen, that sort of thing. Uh, missing, no. No, we, there aren't any missing people. At least not that I'm aware of. This has to stop. This is this is uh, starting to sound like a conspiracy of some some sort. We assure you there is no conspiracy. <laughs> All of us agree that there is no conspiracy. Well, well, the chaplain won't shut up about it. And then there's been that activist... Uh, what's her name? Mary! What's her name? Marcosa, sir? Marcosa Chai, I think? Right, her. Raising a stink. Of course, then the constables like you have to look into it. I haven't seen you two before, but uh, one moment. This thing is a constable? He points to the robot. Yes. The cutting edge of constabulary technology. He blinks. We place the lives of all officers at top priority. <laughs> all right, well, whatever whatever the constabulary, constabulary thinks is, um, uh, works. Yes, anyway, you, you can write that down. Doctor says no missing people, probably. Anything else? Looking towards the, the nurse. So this person, you have not seen her here in the town and have no records of her. Yeah, Mary is like, uh, I cannot find any medical records at least, so she has not been in, not for any sort of injury anyway, uh, at least not in an official capacity. Are you sure you haven't done anything when I wasn't here, Doctor? Yeah, I'll take the, the picture and show it to him again. She never came by talk, to talk to you about anything? Yeah, uh, roll uh, your ingenuity. <laughs> Four. <laughs> So he, he gets uh, quite irate. <laughs> you know, he just starts massaging his temples. Like, for the second time, no, I've not seen this woman. I, I don't recognize her. She is not in our records. Uh, is there anything else you would like to do? I, I now have seven minutes. I need to scrub up and get ready. This, unfortunately, does not do very well for my theory that it was jungle fever. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Doctor. Um, we may have. Further questions for you later. Yes, yes, of course. It never ends. All the way up to the elbows. Don't touch anything <laughs> after. <laughs> All right. He he uh, goes into an adjoining room. The nurse looks a bit like like she commiserates with you. Sorry, what he's like. I bet he did it. <laughs> we'll put him on the suspects list. Clinician clinician Basil Stamper, suspect number one. Reason for suspicion. Man is rude. <laughs> <laughs> He's also trying to cover up uh, conspiracies. Eh? Yes, yes, yes. Do some winking on the social face. <laughs> there is no conspiracy, officer. The bar next? Yeah. It seemed to have been there at least. I mean, it's kind of midday, so uh, it's uh, slow. Kind of early? Yeah, it's a little early to, to catch a lot of the, the patrons, but you may find... That, uh, you know, it's just opening up mm -hmm. for those who want to go and have a, a meal or a midday drink. Looks like uh, like uh, Moss Eisley and the Saloon mashup. Lots of uh, beer advertisement holograms. Belly up to the bar. If there's insufficient sawdust on the floor, I will dispense a little. 
<laughs> yeah, there's uh, maybe uh, uh, the, the 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 barman himself is taking down some chairs from tables and, and arraying them, that kind of thing, when you walk in. Good day, sir. Uh, good day. We're wondering if you happen to have seen this woman. Yeah, yeah, a week back or so, maybe. She was in here uh, talking to some of the workers. What was her name? Um, something on S. Shaw? Shoe? Yeah, maybe. I actually have a tab she hasn't paid. Oh, how much? It wasn't much. Tens, tens of credits. Would you know the names of any people she was talking to? Well, uh, I know she irritated the extraction foreman, uh, Miss Tran. They, they had a bit of a sp- uh, spat, I seem to recall, about a week back. Other just general workers. And haven't seen her since. Uh, no, nope. Figured maybe she'd um, taken a shuttle out of here. I figured she was one of those reporters. That the the um, wildlife hugger. Giant. But yeah, that's the one. They got some reporters over here at some point. I don't think they found anything. Ask some questions. What's the uh, establishment's policy on starting a tab? What qualifications are necessary? Usually being here for a bit. Pretty sure... Um, so she'd had more than one visit? Oh, yeah. She was here for, I mean, a couple of weeks at least. She was, and, I mean, she was racking up pay for, for buying drinks for the workers. I, I, don't, I didn't see that as a negative. It's better they're drunk and happy. And so this irritation that Tran had, this was evident on her final visit? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, they had a bit of an argument. Uh, arms waving, that kind of thing. Someone spilled a drink, I think. Hmm. I want to chain stroking. He's some sort of criminal? They're a reward or something? I will definitely tell you we want her alive. There is a possibility of a reward for information leading to finding her. Hmm. Anything for, like, a promising lead? If it leads to finding her. Cool. Uh, well, then, you know, maybe a robot friend can write down that I gave you the lead to speak to the foreman. And if something's coming my way, you know, just let me know. All right, then. Your name was? Oh, I'm Tex. Produce manipulator attachments with the little pocket notebook and a stubby pencil. <laughs> Excellent. Write it down. And this was... Yep. Who do you want to talk to next? Try to find uh, Chai or the chaplain. So we run into first. If the chaplain is nearby, then that's fine. If we run into Chai, then that's fine too. I think she might be more informative than the chaplain. Where are we staying? I'm assuming that's where she and other people who aren't workers stay. There's a hotel very small one, kind of is same building as the um, as the bar. It's a barman, and do you handle the uh, accommodations here? Or is that somebody else? I don't normally, but I mean, I don't think she's in now, so I, I could do it for you. Is she missing? Oh no, um, I think Sally's just uh, you know late. Likes to likes to you know he he makes the drinking motion, uh, sleeps in. He he walks out, walks around the corner. Um, into the the lobby of the, the hotel goes behind the toward the toward the counter. As you make this transition, assuming you go with him, mm-hmm. um, you get you get a bit of a squirrely feeling, Laurie. You want to do um a, an an ingenuity for me? No, 
I do have a read people skill. Okay, that's not this, but... Okay. Uh, oh, I got an 8 this time. Oh. Congratulations. Yeah, there's no XP for failure in this system, right? Uh, no. So as you walk around to the hotel, following the, the barman text, you notice somebody across the main drag street who's, uh, like, really staring at you guys. He's uh, dressed in a dusty mariachi suit with the big hat and everything. And then, you know, when it becomes obvious that you've noticed him, possibly, then he starts, like, starts considering the paint on the wall. As we're dipping in. So, Tex, do you know who that uh, mariachi guy was there across the way? Uh, well, that might be Manny or Nacho or Sal. They and Lola, they, uh, they're the local band. Play in the bar on occasion. It's what uh, Deputy Baba Yara would call ethnic music. It's just a bit of home. Right? He seemed to be a fan. Oh, yeah. Like, it's uh, fun rhythms. You know, you, you, you bop along. Hmm. Takes out, like, a registry book and so forth and starts uh, signing you guys in. Does this band play regularly at your bar? Like at least once a week. Probably more. Just have a bit of a, you know, a, a cheerful mood, right? After um, a hard week of uh, extracting sap out there. I hope Baba Yara is not spreading to them any rumors about my musical accomplishments. <laughs> oh, what what you say? Precise computer? <laughs> Luddite musicians. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Miss Chai staying here as well. He looks at the registry. Uh, yep. Room 102. Oops, I probably shouldn't have said that. Hey, that's weird. Oh, yeah. Right. You know, tapping my... Badge. Smiling social face. <laughs> Play gatory gestures. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, I'll you. just need like some sort of signature here. Gesture for Carl uh, to go ahead and sign. I produce my stamp. <laughs> Emancipated, huh? Good on you. Allow me to express my appreciation. I didn't know I was in the company of such a distinguished robot. Well, it was not much, really but I am glad of the opportunities I now have to make a little something of my own. I'm just sorry I can't, uh, you know, give you a beer in the house or something. Well, he does play music. Oh, he does? Yeah. It's a new venture. <laughs> it may not meet with success. It's 40 minutes old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, if uh, we have open mic here uh, some evening, uh, feel free to... Um... You know, give us a give us a taste of it. Thank you. No problem. Uh, well, that should be it here. Better get back to sorting the place out. Uh, you enjoy your stay. Thank you. Okay, let's head up. See if she's here. I look forward to seeing the results of the sorting. Okay, you go to room one hundred two. Mm -hmm. It's it's a door to a room. It's very closed. It has uh, the one hundred two letters on it. Extend an appendage. <laughs> Rest it lightly upon the door and see if I detect vibrations. Hmm. I mean, yeah, you probably do. Little, little ones. Now and again. Ah, so consistent with a person moving about in a room. I don't know if you'd figure that out, but uh, keep in mind that there's some industry not too far away. <laughs> consistent with some giant piece of machinery rolling by. <laughs> <laughs> Worth a try. Please knock. So, okay, so you're delegating the knocking to Laurie. Yeah. <laughs> it will sound more natural. Like, 
against the door's surface. Oh, I see. Well, assuming Laurie knocks, you hear some scrambling maybe on the other side, and then some footsteps, quick footsteps up to the door. There's some fumbling with something. Uh, you hear some sort of whirring sound, like uh, there's a device or something on the other side of the door being used for something. Behind my back, I go ahead and produce a spray bottle. I have a minor irritant. <laughs> All right. Step to the side, so I'm not directly in front of the door. All right. And you hear, like, a tentative woman's voice going, Really? You're... What jurisdiction is this? What? Who are you? We are... Uh, deputy provisional constables of such and such that we were sent from. We are... We're the space cops. Open up. (laughs) You hear from beyond the door, like, No way, man! I have rights! You can't just barge in! That's why we knocked. Right. Well, I'm like, I'm... I can defend myself if if there's, uh, like, if, if you transgress this my rights. Sounds like she's swearing under her breath behind the door. We only seek information. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's what they all said. You, are you gonna you gonna harass me like the other uh, deputies? Like they 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 run out of out of uh, excuses to do it themselves. Hire some new fresh uh, apes to do it for them. I assure you, ma'am, we have no idea what you're talking about, but we'd be glad to hear your your story. Oh yeah. Why, why should I trust any of you? I mean, I mean that guy, that guy, who, who, who believes a robot is a cop? Seriously. Social face looks down at the magnetic badge. I gesture to the badge. <laughs> oh please, I could get one of those in like an hour. I hold up my stamp. You can't get one of these in an hour. What's that? It is my signature designating my emancipation. Then I stow it away safely again. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool story. That's, uh... Okay, so maybe you are cops. Still, like, that's, um... It's quiet for a bit, and then she unlocks the door and creaks, cracks it open a bit. You see a, a dark-haired woman peering out, like, uh... Good day. You alone? Are you alone? I swivel my social head around, and I'm like, It's just us. Does anyone know you're here? We did talk to the barman. He gave us the room number. Her eyes narrow a bit. Damn it! She opens the door. It appears you caught her in, like, she's probably pulled an all-nighter planning something, uh, and so she looks a bit unwashed, unkempt, little dark-ringed eyes. Uh, she has some sort of uh, x-ray device with, a, like, a, a peering goggle set attached to it that she's been pushing to, to the door looking at you. She puts that away. Okay, so maybe you're not with the other guys. So what do you want? Primarily, we are looking for information on a Miss Shoe that you may have spoken to in the bar. And secondarily, we would like to know about this Tran that apparently she had an argue, argument with. Tran, Tran's a bitch. She, look, she doesn't care one whit about the, the natural ecosystem in this place. She's just, like, leveling everything she she doesn't direct her workers like there are ten different indigenous plants here that that depend on the various the the you know the various uh, rodent types here and there there's even a flying type rodent um, and the simians here uh, the mimics like they need these 
these these things and like there there's this very delicate stuff and if you if you just do what I tell you right you pick up these three reasonable tree types and not all of them yeah you know, this sort of thing could sort of work but you know no you you got to level everything I nod my head sympathetically that yes ESG is a very important part of moving forward the corporate culture. You get a sense that she didn't expect that answer, so she's like, yeah, yeah. Investors are often scared away by companies that are not socially responsible. <laughs> I have to hold the wall a little bit because my crazy evil encounter was with ESG. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, well, well, she's, she's, she's bad. The company's all bad. And uh, who else were you talking about? Well, uh, this woman produced the hollow. Yeah, I think I saw her around the bar a couple of times, you know, talking to people. You never spoke to her yourself? Nah, she wasn't one of the workers, and um, she wasn't trying to get in my business or anything. Mm. But she was definitely here, yeah. You know when the last time you saw her? A uh, week and a half, maybe? I mean, it, what, what is this, Monday? I tell her the accurate day of the week. Oh, shit. Okay, so she goes in into her room and starts going through her stuff looking for what appears to be, like, perfume or wet wipes. Okay, I'll uh, do some walking about this room, taking in what she's got laying around. It's a real mess. She has uh, various types of, uh, like, spying-type equipment all over the place. Some of it has been broken, like smashed. She has different types of clothes all over the place. She's kind of uh, pulled out a, a like a uh, table from the wall and uh, and uh, made kind of like a, a desk. She's made like a paper model, essentially, a makeshift paper model with like um, matchsticks and uh, stationery of the um, the cut with a bunch of arrows and, and notations. You have understandably not admitted housekeeping. Just like, like surveillance photos pinned <laughs> to the walls, right? Like uh, there's a photo of, of what you assume to be Tran and it says bitch under it. And then there's like you would recognize Constable Kant. Uh, there are some other n notable people assume, presumably up there. Any strings connecting... <laughs> No strings, but they're up there with like little notes. Is there one for Stamper? Yeah, one of them has has uh, money bags written under it, and then corrupt question mark. Is that is that under Kant? And no, it's under a, a, a man's face that you haven't you haven't seen before. I tap my finger on it. So who's this money bags? Bimbo Dutra. He's uh, the bank manager. Man wouldn't wouldn't approve my loan, bastard. Like I, I'm I'm thinking he's on the take from the company or something. Bimbo Dutra? Yeah. So you've been obviously doing a, a good job of surveilling what's been going on in this area. I mean, I like to say so. I think so. Uh, I mean, uh, somebody's got to document the, the horrific uh, crimes against the ecosystem here. There's been some suggestion of people going missing. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, I mean... Uh, Big whoop. That's what happens when you when you you know you, you wreck the ecosystem and and then you have a all these uh, these species just floating around and they gotta find a new niche, right? So so some of these uh, these wild animals they attack the workers. 
right? And uh, I'm I'm sure some of them are snatched, probably. You know, some some probably leave, but a lot of them are probably snatched. Occasionally, uh, you know, some are found dead out there. But uh, you know, half the time they're drunken idiots, uh, and and you know they fall and break their necks. Yes, animal attacks. There is no conspiracy. What are you talking about? Of course there's a conspiracy. There's a conspiracy to cover up the horrific ecological disaster that's going on here right now. You gotta take this seriously. I thought you were on my side. I did not mean that conspiracy. I meant the conspiracy to just make people disappear. There's totally not that kind of conspiracy, but your type of conspiracy probably, yes. (laughs) Why would there be a conspiracy to make people disappear? That's ridiculous. Unless, of course, you mean me. Because there's probably a conspiracy to get rid of me. Because, like, I'm I'm a problem. Yes. No, that's not what I meant. Wait, what? I meant that we both agree uh-huh. that there was no conspiracy except the conspiracy to cover up the <laughs> ecological disaster. Yeah, okay, fine. Good. We're in agreement, then. So, looking over various photos and no uh, pictures with our Miss Shoe in it, are there? Pure dumb luck, maybe? Let's do some social mobility. Seven. Yeah, let's say there's a... She's in the background of one of the featured photos, and she's talking to somebody, but you can't see who she's talking to. You see a gloved hand, as if, like, there, there's a gloved hand up. That's it. Remember where this was taken? Edge of town, near the cut. Wouldn't happen to have an idea who this gloved hand would belong to. A one of the workers, maybe? Although, I guess they don't wear those kind of gloves. That looks more like a fancy glove, I guess. From what you can see, and she gets very close up to the photo and peers at it. Fancy. Not foreman. Well, I'll hold it up to uh, to Carl and so he can scan it. <laughs> yeah. Committed to memory. Excellent. If you only had a hollow projector. <laughs> <laughs> could zoom and enhance. <laughs> what could you tell us about some of the locals, like the chaplain? Uh, I mean... I guess it's good that he's on the company about um, safety and all that. Because it slows down the work, you know? But he's just one man, so I don't think he's doing much damage that way. You know, we kind of move in slightly different circles. But I'd say he's probably a decent decent person. Uh, he, he could stand to care a little more about the environment, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, he's, he's okay. The local doctor here. Is he employed by the company? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, pretty much everybody is, except, uh, I guess, the chaplain. Oh, and the, the band, I guess. Drifters, loafers. You a fan of the, the local mariachi group? No, it's that's horrific noise. And all that high-pitched screeching they do? No, 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 no. No, no, I, I want, like, some cool ambient stuff. You know, computerized, precise. I was just saying that earlier today. <laughs> Give me a seed number. I will attempt my first composition. <laughs> Partner here, he's working on some stuff. Maybe we'll, maybe in, down at the bar, we'll we'll be able to show him some proper yeah. music. Look, uh, I, I probably have some copy here of of uh, Windows to Reality. It's it's really really good. I would be delighted to hear it. <laughs> she produces like a like a, it looks like some sort of a record thing with like a. There's a Windows to Reality, and then there's a computer waveform on the front. Here, enjoy. Thank you. I scan the waveform, and 
start playback within my internal processors. <laughs> okay, so the waveform is just like the the cover. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but hey, hey, this is the space future. Maybe that's how it works with robots, right? The, they they hide like the music in the waveform. <laughs> Can't stop the wave. Exactly. <laughs> Intriguing. Thank you, Miss Chai. I may have further questions for you later, but we thank you for your cooperation. I, I guess you're not all bad. And for the music. How have your interactions with uh, the local constabulary, Kant, and uh, his fellows? Yeah, the female deputy is uh, just a menace. Uh, like, she's been on me all this whole time, and that underachieving bag, windbag, Hagden, like, those are terrible. They're just terrible people, and don't care one whit for the environment. And Kant himself, if you, if you have any interactions with him? Kant? Kant doesn't do shit around here. He just sits at his office, you know, polishing, I don't know what, his ego, maybe. Not his desk. <laughs> yeah. But that, uh, I don't know, a female deputy smashed half my equipment here. I mean, you can understand. I'm, I thought you, you were, uh, like, on the same team or something. I note down Rosa. Heavy-handed tactics. Put her right behind Stamper. We're sent from the top levels of uh, Galactic Constabulatory. We, we need to know if uh, locals are, are, are violating any statutes themselves. Oh, I, I can write a report. That would be very good. Yes. Maybe we'll promote Hagnan straight to the pen. <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'll get right on it, and I'll, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get you when, when I'm done. Thank you. Uh, you have any further questions, Carl? Not at this time. So, heading where next? Diversity of perspectives. Let's talk to the chaplain. That's good. We need to get to church. Of course, I am starting to be suspicious of this bank manager. <laughs> Everybody's suspicious. <laughs> All right. So you head down into the lobby and get that really squirrely feeling again, Laurie. Uh, do not add the read people thing. Just your uh, ingenuity. And I guess since you are taking in information about the general surrounding area through your various mechanical parts, you can roll too. Ingenuity? Yes. Well, ooh, nine, though, would my streetwise apply? Yes, yes. So then I get a 10. That is a good question, because that would make you 10 and me 9. So you both, when you come down into the lobby, note that there's a um, there's a, uh, a different mariachi musician in uh, a corner. When you come down, he's kind of like, not immediately in sight, but like, you know, you look over your shoulder a little bit or in the corner of your eye, there, he's right there. And... There's also somebody coming through the door in a mariachi uniform, and he has something shiny in his hands, like, looks almost like a zap rifle. I will duck behind Carl. <laughs> let's score some wax down on that floor. Let's, uh, let's do initiative here, and I'm going to give you a minus one to initiative, uh, Carl, because you got a partial on your okay. thing here. So I am four. Where is the initiative? Uh, D6. Flat D6, okay. That's good for me, because I'm sure anything else would be a minus. <laughs> Doesn't help anyway when you roll a 6, I'm sure. Ooh. 
since you were prepared to some degree, you got a full success. I'm still going to say you can you can be behind <laughs> you can be behind the robot when when the the zapping starts. So the the guy in the in the doorway starts zapping. So guy in the entrance blasts off his uh, his uh, zap rifle, gets a partial, and I think since uh, uh, Laurie is behind Carl, Carl takes the brunt of that. And I'm going to say it it was kind of like a oh you're moving, so he quickly falls into a half crouch and then like shoots, hope to hit you before you vanished behind the robot there. What kind of damage was that? It was pretty low, right? D6, right? Zap. Rifle. D6. Okay. All right. So, well, I'm, I can't have that necessarily, so I'm just going to stick with one. But that should your your armor should take care of that, right? Well, I think it said that there was a minimum damage of you could not reduce to zero. Right. So it ablates. Oh, okay. Which means my armor is now one. Is that right? I think if it exceeds, uh, oh, if it exceeds the armor, then uh, then I do not take damage at all. So no problem. Uh, it, it hits a plate. <laughs> it probably hilariously like uh, la- like zap laser ricochets off somewhere. You tell me, what does it set fire to accidentally? Probably nobody actually has any curtains around here, and it would be too advantageous to us to have like an article of clothing on one of these mariachi guys catch on fire. Maybe his other guy in the corner has to take his hat off and, and stamp on it a bit. Sure. Because That's fine. the brim of his hat got singed. Yeah, so it's, let's say it's, it's blasted off, right, and it takes to, uh, it's on fire. Yeah. So that guy's going to do, he's going to pull out his little uh, zap pistol, fires, but he's too quick He's too. He's hurrying, so uh, he misses, burns a neat little hole in the wallpaper to your side, and then it is uh, the robot. Activate the searchlight on the guy who just lost his hat. <laughs> awesome. Because his irises are more likely to have be at a larger diameter than the guy who just came off the street. Mm-hmm. So the light is bright as, as daylight and can be used to blind an unsuspecting target. So I'm going to have to roll ingenuity for him. Only he still had his hat. He could duck behind the brim. I know, I know. I should give him a. That's a good point. I'll give him um, a disadvantage. In fact, there we go. So that means seven. Uh, so partial, which means I think he's temporarily blinded in half the the time there. Okay. What does it say? D six rounds. You can roll the D six, and then we'll do half. Okay, one round. Well, it's not long. Maybe he was shocked and looking to the side of where his hat went. Or or squinting because he's firing the, <laughs> the sap gun at the same time. Okay, our um, illustrious con man. I guess I will try to shoot the blind man. Give you advantage. <laughs> I'm sure I'll need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we use for shooting? Uh, constitution. Oh, wow. wow. Excellent. 11. Yeah, uh, I mean, double sixes, so... Yeah, but I have a minus one. 13 or more is a critical success. Extra benefit or advantage. You don't add them all, right? You just take the top two? Yes. So it's 11, so I don't get a critical. Ah, but it's minus? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm not thinking straight. I so. suck. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say that. You're so you're too hard on yourself. You, you have some challenges. 
but you are clearly overcoming those challenges very neatly. So uh, roll that d6 for your zap pistol. Three. Three. Okay. You you hit him somewhere in the body. He uh, bottles up, sinks down on his butt, and uh, I'd say he's out of the fight for now. Drop your weapon or you're next, uh, Pedro. <laughs> okay, so next round, quote-unquote, Pedro shouts, Die, you racist scum! As he fires the, the rifle again, gets a partial. I guess you're still technically behind cover, so it's on the robot. And I'm going to do half whatever he rolls here. Uh, so two, which is just enough, I think, for yeah. for another <laughs> ricochet. Cool. Okay. Uh, robot. Yeah, like a, a light post out on the street gets a char <laughs> on it. And people, if anybody is on the street, they cry out an alarm and scatter. It's not going to be any good for me to, like, improvise a trumpet line at him. So the section on my body holding the sprayer with the minor irritant spins around and tries to give him a spray in the face. That sounds like constitution. Partial. Okay. The intent here was to spray him in the face. Yeah, basically chemical irritant yeah. blindness. Yeah, I'll say uh, you get the, essentially the same effect as the, um, uh, the searchlight. searchlight. So D6, half. Okay, nice. You get a nice little spray right in his right in his face. So he goes ah, starts clawing at his face. Sombrero falls down over his over his features, staggering around in the in the doorway. Laurie, we can administer first aid if you will tell us why you are after us. Drop your weapon and drop to the floor, or you get it. All right, give me um, social mobility. And do you have um, persuade? Maybe I do have persuade. Excellent. At that. 11. All right. Nice. He, he kind of half staggers down to one knee and then then both. And he's like, has his hands up uh, and blinking and squinting. And it's like, ah, I give up, you bastard. Now I improvise my little trumpet line. <laughs> <laughs> the sons of justice <laughs> strike again. <laughs> well, we should probably like uh, wrap it there. Considering yep. the time. Cool. I hope you had a good time. Yes, very. I think I might ponder some of this stuff when I'm when I'm not as tired. Yep. Uh, cool, cool, cool. Oh, if you have any particular ideas or criticisms or something, like, feel free to put them in the Discord, and I'll read them um, going forward. Okay. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com. Find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.